We are the Rookie Phenoms. We have an amazing show for you today. I'm your host, Coop, with my main man, Webb. What up, people? We have such a fun show for you today. We are going to go over week 15 of the NFL and then, of course, get to our week 16 picks. Webb, are you ready for today's show? Always ready, man. Special time of year. Let's do it. This is our Christmas show. And last week, you really gave me a gift, Webb, by losing to me so badly in fantasy football playoffs and then losing somehow even worse in our picks contest. How do you feel about losing so badly, you big loser? Yes, Merry Christmas to all except Coop. <laughs> um, you know what? Coop, you killed me in fantasy football last week. First round of the playoffs. Congrats. I can't say anything to you, really, although I'd love to. but. Uh, I started off the season 0-5, so honestly, I didn't expect to make the playoffs. First five weeks, I didn't win a game. Still made the playoffs. Finished with a, at a 6-8 and eight record, so that was kind of comforting to me. Um, and my team was crap. So I guess that was why it wasn't a huge surprise and why the, the blow wasn't that bad. But you beat me fair and square for the first time. The first time, he says. This is a yearly occurrence, but nice try. Okay, Webb, let's get right to it. Let's start with the Thursday night game. The Chiefs beat the Chargers 34-28. The Chargers were in control this whole game. Chiefs came back in the end, won it in overtime. Did this change how you feel about either of these teams? Um, no, I I thought this was one of the best games of the year, by the way. Um, I thought the Chargers were going to win it. I believe I picked the Chargers to, to uh, win and cover that game, and they just couldn't. Just couldn't keep Mahomes out of the red zone in the last two minutes. Uh, so, no, I'm not surprised. This is sort of the status quo. The Chiefs are the best team in the division. I had a sizable amount of money on the Chiefs, and I was terrified uh, during this game. I was I was so scared they were going to kick the field goal in overtime and then not cover the four. They went for the touchdown. Travis Kelsey is my hero. Is he the best weapon in the NFL right now? Because I think he might be the most dangerous person alive. I don't know about this season. Because I think he had only, I think that touchdown that he scored was like his sixth touchdown for the year. And I was very surprised to hear that he only had like five or six touchdowns on the season. I think he can be. I just don't know if he has been, if that makes sense. I know what you're saying. And I think what I meant was in a one game situation, who would you take before him? And I think the answer is him. As just reliable, dangerous. Sure hands. He is a monster. It's insane how good he is. It, it probably would be him. I'm trying to think of someone else. No one else I would definitively put over Travis Kelsey. Probably not. Jonathan Taylor, maybe. And that's only a maybe. Yeah. Running the football, yeah. But like as a as a pass catcher, probably not. Um, I just mean offensive weapon. Like just offensive who, weapon. I think it's Kelsey. He's just so dangerous. It's insane. He had 10 catches, 191 yards, two touchdowns. And it seemed like he could have done more than that. It's crazy how good he is. Maybe Devontae would be a conversation. That is a conversation. That's correct. That's close. I think I'd take Kelsey, though. I think I would. Yeah, I'm not mad at that. I think just because he's bigger. Yeah, it's his size. Would you consider, yeah. um, let's say Eckler, but obviously he's like, a fraction of Kelsey's size. Like, Kamara could be close because he's such a weapon. But, yeah, I think it's Kelsey just because he's so big. And, like, he has the surest hands, I think. Like, when the ball is thrown to him, I just assume he's always going to catch it. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Okay, the Saturday night game, Webb. My Colts 
destroyed your Patriots 27-17. It was 20 to nothing at one point. The Colts almost let Carson Wentz destroy this game. He threw one interception. He tried to make it three. I hate him still. Jonathan Taylor sealed the game with a 68-yard touchdown run to end it. Well, were the Colts the best team in the AFC right now? Um, I think they're the team that you don't want to face. I don't know if they're the best team. I don't know who the best team is in the AFC. It's very much up in the air, but like the Colts could probably beat any team. And and by the way, you're calling the Patriots my Patriots. You chose them to win in cover two. It was a reverse jinx to ensure the Colts victory. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. A few minutes before the game, I was like, I should probably change this pick. I swear to God, I thought the exact same thing. I had a feeling. I was like, the Colts are going to do it. But then if I switched to the Colts, they would have lost despite me because I had good hopes for them. I, I yeah. went back and looked at the Colts this season. They have played 15, uh, 14 games. I have gotten them wrong eight times what they were going to do. That's not good. Good job. You thought they were going to be really bad, man. I had them winning nine or ten games this season, and they'll, they'll probably surpass that. Yeah, I thought Carson Wentz would be asked to do more. And they've kind of just said, hey, just kind of be there and don't mess up. And he sometimes still manages to mess up. But Jonathan Taylor is just a monster. So he's really covering a lot of his weakness. Best running back in football, man. Yeah. And uh, it'd be interesting to see him get like how many MVP votes he gets. It's been a while since a non-quarterback won it. I also have a sizable bet on him to win MVP. I got it when it was 25 to 1. If he wins MVP this year, I'm going to buy an island, I think. <laughs> so look forward to that if tom brady wins it i'm just gonna hate him so much more than i already do which is almost impossible but yeah jonathan taylor to win would be very nice right back account. well good luck to everyone but jonathan taylor <laughs> called for okay let's talk about a couple more of these games uh the lions beat the cardinals 30 to 12 i was very happy with this jared goff deserved it i love the coach in detroit I like seeing Cliff Kingsbury's smug face get the joy taken away from it. Were you surprised the Lions beat the Cardinals? Yes, very surprised. And they crushed them. It wasn't even, like, 30-12 to 12 makes it seem like it was almost kind of close. This was a blowout the whole game. It was insane how bad the Cardinals looked. I don't think Arizona scored at the half. I think they had three, but I could be wrong about that. You could be correct. Yeah, you're right. They didn't score in the first half. It was... It was bad. It was 17 nothing at the half. Yeah. Kyler Murray uh, is not good in December, apparently. Yep. Detroit's Sounds not good. The, uh, Arizona peaked at the wrong time, man. Yeah. I think in the NFC West, they are the third best team right now. I would take the Rams and the 49ers above them pretty easily. Yeah, I think that's fair. And Seattle is the worst by default. So that's pretty bad for Arizona. They were like 10 and, or 9-0. And now they've just been struggling so badly. They've fallen off a cliff. In, in their defense, uh, DeAndre Hopkins has been hurt quite a bit. And uh, Chase Edmonds is out for a while. And J.J. Watt was out for the season. So they've, they, they've suffered some injuries. But when Kyler was out without Hop before, they went 2-1 and one with uh, the Texas quarterback. So they've done okay without him. McCoy? Yeah, McCoy. Cole McCoy. Why do I always forget his name? And I just think that Kyler Murray thinks he's the best player in the world. And when he's not, it crushes him. And he's not the best player in the world. Yeah, I just, I'm just not a fan of his touchdown celebrations at all. 
Anyway, let's not get into that because, uh, yeah, I, I want to like Kyler Murray. I, I want to. I loved Kyler Murray coming out of college. I predicted him to win the NFL Offensive Player of the Year, I think, last season. And if this, if the award ended in October, he'd win it. But after that, he's not good. When the weather gets cold, he's not good. I don't know why. That's interesting. Yeah, I'm not sure. All right, Webb. The next game on the docket, Houston beat Jacksonville 30-16. to Urban Meyer got fired. The line went up for Jacksonville. They, everyone thought they would kill Houston. No Urban Meyer. Dominant performance. Did not go that way. Davis Mills destroyed Jacksonville. Great game. They won 30 to 16. Going forward, which team would you rather beat? Jacksonville or Houston? Uh, Jacksonville. Why Jacksonville? Because I have a theory about this. Well, they still have some decent pieces there, right? Trevor Lawrence might be good. Miles Jack, James Robinson. They have some good pieces. Um, Marvin Jones, they have some guys that are there that are, that, that, that can be good. Um, and their owner, I kind of like, uh, Mr. Khan. Like, I like him. Houston still has an owner who is the same owner who is troublesome for years. Uh, it just seems very toxic there. I don't think, I don't think their weapons are as, are, are as good as what Jacksonville can have. So I think it's Houston over Jacksonville because I kind of like the jet, the Houston coach. Uh, Coley has done a good job this year. I love Trevor Lawrence. I always have. But I think Davis Mills is an NFL starter they got in the third round. And they still have the Deshaun Watson card they could play where they could trade him to somebody. In the offseason, which is a big if, those court cases get cleared up, you could probably get three first-round picks for him. If Trey Lance got three first-round picks, Deshaun should get three first-round picks. And then they rebuild really quickly. Kind of like what Houston's doing a little bit. I'm int- I'm intrigued by them. Okay, let's move on to the next game. Webb, did you watch any of the Bengals and Broncos game? Bengals won 15 to 10. Teddy Bridgewater concussed himself somehow, which was a very scary situation. Did you see this game? I saw very little of it. Very little of it. Because I just was not interested in watching uh, these guys play in particular. Um, but I caught the fourth. Um, because some of the other games weren't as good. The San Fran and Atlanta game was a blowout. Um, Green Bay game in Atlanta. Sorry, Green Bay and Baltimore was, was a pretty good game towards the end. I only brought this up to talk about Drew Locke for a second because he looked better than Teddy Bridgewater to me in this game. Uh, he's going to start this game, the next week's game as well. Uh, the Broncos are probably out of the playoffs hunt, but I think if Drew, Drew Locke has a decent couple weeks here, he could be their quarterback in 2022, which is kind of interesting to me. Yeah, considering that they brought Teddy B in to replace Drew Locke. I, I, I love Teddy Bridgewater when he first got to the league. I think Teddy Bridgewater is a quarterback that you always think is good on the outside. And then when he gets in, you're like, you know what, he's pretty limited. And when he's there, you, you kind of want to get rid of him because you know how far he's going to take you. I think Drew Locke has some promise, so I'm interested to see what happens with him. Okay. Yeah, and Teddy's thrown 18 touchdowns this season. I didn't even know he threw that many. That is a shocking number to me. Wow. I wouldn't have guessed that. Yeah. Wow. Okay, the Packers and Ravens. Packers won 31-30. to Tyler Hundley, just a monster game for him. He replaced Lamar Jackson. 28 for 40, 215 yards, two touchdowns, 
and then he ran for two touchdowns more. He tied the game up. Well, he was a point away from tying the game up in the fourth quarter. Harbaugh again decided not to go for the extra point, went for the two-point play to win the game, lost, did not complete it. Mark Andrews got stopped in the goal line. Well, the pass wasn't great, but this is the second game in, I think, three weeks. Baltimore has went for the two-point play to win the game, have not gotten it. I liked it the first time with Lamar. Did you like it this time with Tyler Huntley? No, I don't. I'm not an analytics guy, like, for sports. I think the eye test, I'm just kind of old school, um, you know, experiencing how the players play. I, I take that more into consideration than the numbers all the time. But um, the analytics are in favor of going for these uh, these conversions or going for it instead of kicking uh, the extra point. Um, but it hasn't proven to be that successful this year. So, no, I don't like it when they go for it. Nine times out of ten, I don't. So I agree with you about the analytics thing. I don't care about that. I care about the situation and where the ball is. When they go for it on fourth down, things like that. Going for two here, Harbaugh said it wasn't about analytics, but it was about his defense was tired, everyone's hurt, he thought he had a better chance than going to overtime. It makes no sense to me, though, because he has the best kicker ever. If Huntley gets 15 yards in overtime, Tucker's making that kick. So I really think Harbaugh's messing this up. Rely on Justin Tucker to win these games. Why pay a kicker? Why have a kicker this good? Pay him money. If you're not going to use him, it doesn't make sense to me. Just seems foolish. I agree. Way to expand on my thought web. You're a gem. Okay. <laughs> I just think it's too risky, man. Like you don't have Baltimore doesn't have that much of a cushion to be risking uh, wins. They have no cushion. I don't, I don't think they're in the playoffs right now. I think they're out of the playoff hunt, the, the eight seed right now, which is not good for them. Yeah, uh, they're lucky that the the NFC North, sorry, the AFC North is. Uh, has a lot of parity, so but still, it's not it's not much of a cushion. They're, they're not totally out of it. We should talk about Aaron Rodgers for a second. Another fantastic day, two hundred and seventy yards, three touchdowns, no picks. He's about to break the green, uh, or he did break Brett Favre's passing record for most touchdowns ever by a Packer. If he is he your MVP right now? Because I think he is. I think he's mine, but it's close. So like a month ago, I mentioned that he should get consistent. When I was like. Ripping him apart for the whole COVID thing and you laughed at me. You did. I said he would not win because the media would kill him over COVID. I didn't say he wasn't good enough to win. It was a different situation. All right. Um, I still yeah, don't think the media will vote for him. I, I still think they're going to say no because of COVID. And they're not oh, going to they give him the MVP. I don't think he's going to yeah, No, no. Like, I think there's a difference between whether he deserves it and whether the voters are going to vote for him. Um, I agree with you. I don't think... The voters will vote for him because of what happened with the whole um, immunization nonsense. Um, but I think he's I think he's worthy of being the MVP. But they'll probably give it to Brady. It's a better story if it's Brady. Let's get to Brady right now because he got shut out. This forty-four year old punk, nine nothing to the Saints, zero points. Chris Godwin tore his ACL in the middle of the game. Leonard Fournette had a hamstring injury. Mike Evans also got hurt. It turns out when Brady doesn't have weapons, Brady sucks at football. He's the most overrated player in NFL history. Cam Jordan embarrassed him. Webb, why does everyone think Brady is so good? It's a disgrace, really. Because uh, he, he wins. 
And I think for a lot of people, him going to Tampa was uh, a test to see if it was Belichick or if it was Brady and, and, and him winning in Tampa with like one of the best teams assembled ever in NFL history. No, no one looks into that on both sides of the football. This was like one of the best teams put together ever. Uh, they overlook it. Yeah, they overlook his it. Def- his defense allowed like seven points against Patrick Mahomes or 10 points against Mahomes in the Super Bowl. It's, they stopped one of the greatest quarterbacks ever, allowed him to score 10 points in the Super Bowl, and Brady gets the credit for this victory. The Super Bowl against your Rams, the Rams scored three points. Brady gets all this credit for being a dominant player. The defenses win him Super Bowls. He is a game manager. And it enrages me that people think he's so amazing. It's ridiculous. Yeah, and like, I'm not saying he's not a good quarterback. I think he's a good quarterback, but he's definitely overrated. Uh, he had Antonio Brown as, what, a third option? Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Antonio Brown, Rob Gronkowski. Ridiculous receiving core. Yeah. Insane. Leonard Fournette, who was The fourth good. pick of the draft. He was the fourth yeah. pick of the draft. Who they got for nothing. Yeah, very good on Jacksonville for the first year. At least I thought so. Uh, and they got him for nothing. Uh, and Dominic Sue got him for nothing. Um, Jason Pierre-Paul. Like, he's a shell of himself, but he's still good. Like, all these guys that they have. Great secondary. Great pass rush. Levante David is still really good. Uh, Devin White was a monster in that Super Bowl game. Yeah. It's- Tom Brady is a top five quarterback based on longevity alone. What he's doing at this age is incredible, but it's what he's done in the past. Like five of those Super Bowls he won were just on defense. I'll give him credit for the Atlanta one. That's about it. Yeah, that's about it. Like I'm very underwhelmed with what he's done in the Super Bowl games. Very underwhelmed. Yeah, but people don't really reckon. I I think a lot of people pushing the whole Brady argument. Um, they don't take into you know, into account the offensive line, the pass rush, you know, the way the defense really won him in those games. All they see is his name being the quarterback and him being in all the post-game interviews and, and, and the wins and the success. The move to Tampa definitely was a huge boost to his his uh, supporters. It was disgraceful. I'm still mad about it. I hate I him hate so you. much, Bob. I hate him so much. <laughs> well, yeah. I'm, I'm glad he got shut out. Looked stupid. And now he's probably going to win a Super Bowl again. So that's fine. Probably. Okay. Let's talk about your Rams for a second. They won 20 to 10 against the Seahawks last night. COVID has kind of destroyed last week. Two games. One game got moved to Monday, two to Tuesday. Are are you worried about how your Rams looked last night? The the Seahawks game was pretty close for most of that game. No, not really. Uh, Division rival. The Seahawks gave it their all. They had way more to lose than the Rams did. Like, like, that era with the Seahawks is done with Russ and Pete Carroll. It's just uh, just a dying sort of uh, like a relic of, of what the team was. The Rams are tied with the Cardinals now for the the uh, top spot in the division. They're winning the Super Bowl, man. I've been saying it for like what seems like a year now. It's happening. Get ready. You were the first one on the Pete Carroll is gone this offseason. I was so impressed by that right now. Are you ready to admit that Cooper Cup is the best receiver in football? Are you ready to admit it? This season, yes. That's a half answer, but I'll take it. <laughs> hey, man, he's he broke uh, Isaac Bruce's record, um, which had been 
in place since like 1995 or something. Like he's been incredible, incredible. Uh, one of the best displays we've seen from a receiver in a really long time. I, I want to say this though. I saw some uh, things last night about, oh, he could break the all-time uh, yards record by Moss, or Calvin Johnson and the touchdown by Moss. If he does it in an extra game, I won't respect the record. He has to do it in 16 games or it's not a real record to me. Do you agree with that? I think that's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah that's fair. Because if you gave all those guys an extra game, the record would be even even bigger than it, what it currently is. Yeah, it's not fair. He gets an extra game. He gets 40 more yards. It's ridiculous. So I, he has to do it in 16 or I will not respect the record. That's only fair. Yeah. I guess you have to do that for all the records, though. And I will. I'll be very consistent about that. because it's, it's not fair. If someone breaks Manning's 55 touchdown record and they do it with an extra game, it's ridiculous. Yards, anything. You have to do it the same amount of time or the award gets an asterisk. The record gets an asterisk. It's only fair. I respect that. Okay, Webb. Let's get to the week 16 picks. And I'm gonna we're going to do this. And I'm going to give the listeners some caution. If you want to save money, just do the exact opposite of what Webb does. Whatever he says, do the exact opposite, and you will make a killing, correct? If you want to save money, do not gamble. But um, <laughs> if you want to make money, honestly, it's been a, it's been a flip-flop with Coop and I. Coop's done well. I've done well. I've done well. I've done well, and then Coop's done well sometimes. But um, you can listen to either of us. You can listen to either of us. Uh, Coop, Coop had, a, had a nice week last week, straight up, but consistency man coop is like uh the buffalo bills here when it comes to winning money dominant i'm like the bills of last season just dominant <laughs> okay let's get to the thursday night game san francisco at tennessee stan fran are favored by three and a half points on the road apparently aj brown is back for tennessee this week so some big news there julio jones came back for like a five minutes last week and then left almost immediately what do you have for this game, Webb? I have uh, San Fran to win and cover. They're just too hot right now. And um, Tennessee has enough the same. I have San Fran to win the game. Tennessee to cover the three and a half. I think this is a three-point game. I think A.J. Brown is really good. I could be talked into switching to San Fran. But as of right now, I think Tennessee covers the three and a half. I think it's a little bit too big at home. Okay. Hey, there are two games this week on Saturday. The first one at 4 o'clock, Cleveland at Green Bay. Green Bay are favored by seven points at home. I have Green Bay to win and cover. Cleveland was ravaged with COVID last week. Apparently, they are getting most of their team back. Baker should be back. The head coach should be back. So it will not be the shell we saw last on Monday. So that's just a little information for the fans out there. What do you have, Webb? I have Green Bay to win and cover. Green Bay is a very consistent defensive team. Um, Cleveland... Cannot do much outside of running the football. Uh, give me Green Bay to win and cover. Yeah, I think Green Bay wants the number one seed. They see it's in their grasp. Just got to take it. I think they're going to put their foot to the pedal and just dominate these last couple of weeks. Only one team getting the bye really changes things. So I think they're going to want that. Agreed. Okay, Saturday at 8 o'clock, Indianapolis at Arizona. Arizona are favored by one point at home. Arizona coming off one of the worst losses of the season to Detroit. Indy coming off one of the best wins of the year against New England. What do you have here? I have the Colts to win and cover this game. Uh, they're one of the best offenses in the league and one of the most off, one of the most one-sided offenses. Just 
pounding the ball, running the football, and they're still one of the best, uh, the best uh, products out there. The third in the league in points per game. I have Arizona to win and cover this game. But listeners should know, I always get the Colts games wrong. Uh, just Indianapolis, to me, is so up and down. They're up right now, so next week they're going to be down. Arizona's kind of the same way. They're down right now, so this week they should be up. I just think Carson Wentz is going to be hearing all week how he's the weak link on the Colts, and he's going to want to prove them wrong, and he's going to throw like three interceptions and have a terrible fumble. This is the kind of week where he really shows how terrible he is at football. So Arizona wins and covers. Glad you agree. The Sunday games, the New York Giants at Philadelphia. Philadelphia are favored by 10 points. That's a big, that's a big line, Webb. Uh, Danny Dimes has been shut down for the season, so some big news there. Philly should be getting most of their guys back from COVID, so it should be a team at mostly full health. What do you have here? I have, I have um, Philly to win, the Giants to cover. I have Philly to win and cover the 10. I just think the Giants are terrible and Philly's pretty good. Okay, the Rams at Minnesota. The Rams are favored by three points on the road. I have the Rams to win and cover. They should be fully healthy, healthy from COVID too. And I just don't think Minnesota's that good. I have the Rams to win and cover as well. This is a classic game where Minnesota wins. Would not be surprised at all if Minnesota beat them. But I have the Rams to win and cover. Super Cup, best receiver in football. Okay, Buffalo at New England. New England are favored by two and a half points at home. What do you have here? Uh, Buffalo hasn't shown me anything to make me think that they'll beat New England. Uh, I have New England to win and cover. Uh, it's a battle of the defenses here. It's going to be interesting to see what happens. Uh, the top two defenses in terms of points per game allowed and um, passing defenses. So <clears throat> they're, both are, are pretty high up there. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens. This might be like a 14-13 game. So Buffalo got killed last time by New England. Uh, Mac Jones only threw the ball three times. I think Buffalo has a statement to make. They need to win this game if they have a chance at the division. I just believe in Josh Allen. They're going to win and cover the spread. I think New England is a very solid team, but I think Buffalo has a higher high. So they're going to win this game on the road and steal this division back from the New England Patriots. Okay. Is there a chance Buffalo does not make the playoffs if they, if they lose this game? I think there is a chance of that. They could be out. I think they still, I think they're eight and six right now. I want to say the, uh, sorry, the Bills are eight and six. If they lost this game, they'd be eight and seven. They could definitely not make the playoffs. That happens. 100%. It's going to be a good run, man. It's going to be a good, it's going to be an exciting few weeks for sure. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Tampa Bay at Carolina. The Bucks are favored by 10.5 points on the road. And Chris Godwin out for the year. Leonard Fournette, questionable. Mike Evans, questionable. Brady has a shell of an offense. Antonio Brown is back, though. What do you have here? Tampa wins and covers this. Gronk and AB more than enough to beat this terrible Carolina team. If Tampa wins, they clinch the division. They got shut out last week. Uh, bad injuries, but. They're going to beat Carolina. I had Carolina to, to cover the 10 and a half and Tampa to win. But as you were talking, I remembered that watching Cam Newton throw this week was the most painful thing I've seen all year. It was terrible. He is the worst thrower of the football in the league right now. He looks <laughs> like he's shot putting. It's disgraceful. I don't know how he's still starting games. They need to stop because he looks. it looks bad. 
Tampa wins and covers in a route. They're going to want to make up for last week. Agreed. Jacksonville at the New York Jets. The Jets are favored by two and a half. Uh, the Jets have lost 15 players to COVID today, including their head coach. So it's a huge, huge strain on their team. And usually when this happens, more names come out tomorrow and the next day. So give me Jacksonville to win and cover against the Jets because I just don't know who the Jets are going to have playing football this week. Yeah, so I was looking up at this game uh, just to see how bad these teams are. So in terms of defense, the Jets allow the most points per game in the league. 30 points per game. And Jacksonville puts up the fewest points per game. 14 points per game. So it's a battle of two terrible teams, one who can't score and one who just allows teams to score. I have the Jets to win and cover. Do you feel good about it? No. <laughs> exactly. I think Trevor Lawrence is going to want to prove something to Zach Wilson. James Robinson wants a job next season. I think Jacksonville takes care of business here. Let's If Jacksonville can score 20 points, I imagine they win the game. They can score six points. I imagine they win the game. <laughs> Detroit at Atlanta. Atlanta are favored by six points. Give me Detroit to win and cover. I think they've turned the corner. They're a good team. Detroit is a better team than the record says. They've been involved in a lot of close games this season. They almost beat Baltimore. They tied Pittsburgh. They're a decent team. Atlanta is terrible. Detroit wins and covers. So I had Detroit to win and cover, and now I'm rethinking it. Uh, give me Atlanta to win, Detroit to cover, because Detroit is so bad. I'm never going to bet on this team. I'd rather be wrong. Give me Atlanta to win, Detroit to cover. Both teams are awful. I disagree with you. During the Detroit-Arizona game, I texted you golf for MVP, and you ignored that text message, and it hurt my soul. <laughs> Atlanta? Is Atlanta out of the playoff hunt? They have to be. Don't they? I think they're 6-8. and eight. They are 6-8, and eight, which is terrifying. No, there's no way to make, they cannot make the playoffs. They are a terrible team. If they win three games in a row, a bunch of teams would have to lose, but like... Could they not make the seven seed? I was looking at it recently. So the conference right now. Minnesota at seven and seven is the seven seed. So Atlanta has a realistic chance here, Sam. I don't know about realistic, but they have a chance. So yeah, the Vikings are seven and seven. The Eagles are seven and seven. The Saints are seven and seven. Washington and Atlanta are six and eight. That's a realistic chance. That's terrible. Oh God. If these Falcons get it, I'm gonna be furious at the <laughs> NFL for making me watch that playoff game. That's gonna be a nightmare. <laughs> Okay. The LA Chargers at Houston. The Chargers are favored by nine and a half points. I'm taking Houston to cover the nine and a half. The Chargers to win. Davis Mills showed me something. I think he is decent. I don't think the Chargers are 10 points better than really anybody right now. Their defense isn't good enough. Okay. Give me the Chargers to win and cover. Uh, I was, again, looking at stats because it's week 15, and I think this will be very telling of the teams. Houston is the worst team at running the football. Defending the run with the second worst pass uh, passing defense in terms of yards per game allowed, and the second worst passing offense in terms of yards per game uh, passed. Um, so yeah, that was enough to tell me. And I've watched Houston play. Give me the Chargers to win and cover hard. You know what? Uh, Brandon Cooks just got ta- just got taken out with COVID. Without Brandon Cooks, they have no offensive weapons. I am changed my pick to the Chargers to cover. You talked me out of it. Good choice, Webb. No problem. It's going to be yeah, a shootout. Cooks with no COVID? Yeah. 
Mills has no one to throw to. It's going to be tough. So, yeah, the Chargers win that. Houston but, might score six points. But because we agreed, it's going to be a shootout. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> that always happens. Okay, Baltimore at Cincinnati. Cincinnati are favored by two and a half points. What do you have here? This is an interesting game. Uh, I have Baltimore to win and cover this because they have to get this game back after Cincinnati uh, just destroyed them um, like a month ago. And I'm hoping Lamar comes back by then. All signs are Lamar is coming back. Are you sure Tyler Huntley isn't almost as good as Lamar? Are they close? Not running the football, but um, passing is a it's a debate or it's a conversation. I think it's not a conversation. I think Huntley's a better passer. I really do. <laughs> I think he's a better passer than Lamar. Lamar is like a much better runner, but Huntley's also a good runner. But Lamar is like the best runner ever. But Huntley is a good passer, and I would have more faith in Baltimore if Huntley was going to play. <laughs> Honestly, I would. Yeah, I trust him more. So give me Cincinnati to win and cover. They're on a roll. They want to make it to the playoffs. They want to win the division. I have money on them winning the division, so they are going to win this game. I have faith. Okay. The Sunday at 4 o'clock games. Chicago at Seattle. Seattle are favored by 6.5 points. Matt Nagy's getting fired. Justin Fields looks pretty terrible. Seattle wins and covers. I have Seattle to win and cover. I don't care about this game at all. Uh, again, a battle of a team that can't pass the football and a team that can't defend the pass. Something has to give, but Chicago is bad. Tyler Lockett missed last night's game because of COVID. I think he's back this game, so look forward to that. The Bears have no business winning this game. If Seattle loses, they should fire Pete Carroll before, like on his drive home. Let's get him out of there. It would be pathetic. Okay. Pittsburgh at Kansas City. Kansas City are favored by seven and a half points. Give me Kansas City to win and cover against Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh cannot score points. Kansas City's defense is finally showing up, and their offense is just too good. It's I don't think this game is even close. Yeah, normally I would think so, but give me the Chiefs to win, Pittsburgh to cover. Uh, my mind is telling me that the Chiefs should win and cover, but I think that Pittsburgh, they're still in the playoff hunt. They're going to be hungry. Um, yeah, so I think it's going to be closer than 10 points. I just think Big Ben is terrible at football, and Mahomes is good. Oh, Pittsburgh well, keeps right. winning games or being cl- close in games that they have no business in. So you could be right. Okay, Denver at the Vegas Raiders. The Raiders are favored by one and a half points. What do you have here? Yeah, this is going to be interesting. Uh, give me Denver to win cover. Um, Vegas is not good. Derek Carr, again, pulled a Derek Carr special. He threw a touchdown very early on and did not throw one after. Um, yeah, so give me Denver uh, to, to come up victorious here and to win in cover, obviously. I have Denver to win in cover as well. I believe in Drew Locke more than Derek Carr at this point. I mean, them, the Vegas Raiders are just a nightmare to watch. They're not exciting. If Darren Waller is back, which is possible, I may change my mind here. But as of right now, give me Denver to win and cover. Okay, the Sunday night game, Washington at Dallas. Dallas are favored by 10.5 points. Dallas went into Washington two weeks ago and beat the brakes off them. I expect more of the same. Dallas wins and covers the 10.5. That game became a game, though, in the fourth. Kind of, but not really. They were still out of it. Uh, Give me Dallas to win, Washington to cover. Washington was down to their third-string quarterback uh, um, 
in the game last night. Uh, I think Dallas is really good, obviously. Um, they can clinch the division if they win this game. Washington is in shambles, but it's still a division rivalry. I think 10.5 is a pretty wide margin. Dallas always finds a way to screw things up. Dallas to win, Washington to cover. Micah Parsons is going to try and win Defensive Player of the Year this, during this game. He wants three sacks. He wants an interception. I think he's going to get it. He's going to dominate Washington. Parsons beats Washington by himself. <laughs> okay. The Monday night game. A game that I have legitimately zero interest in watching. Miami at New Orleans. New Orleans are favored by three points at home. This is the matchup of the quarterbacks who could not throw the football. Taysom Hill and Tua Tagovailoa. What do you have here, Webb? <laughs> that was harsh. Um, I'm actually very interested in this game. Uh Two teams, seven and seven. Miami's won six in a row. Taysom Hill with uh, for New Orleans. You know they they've sur- they've been surviving, um, but like you said, none of them are great at passing the football. Uh it's a really tough game. I'm very interested in this game. I think I'm gonna go with the Saints to win. Three seems like a wide margin, but I'm gonna go with the Saints to win and cover. I have the Saints to win and cover as well. I like I like the Miami team. But I find it very strange to think that New Orleans could shut out Tom Brady and then two is going to run up the score on them. I just think that's impossible. <laughs> Why did you say his name like that? Like, there's with, no way in hell. With disgust? Because he's earned it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, does, does Tua earn praise? I don't think he does. He's kind of Tua until he earns it. I think that's fair. Oh, that's fair. Yeah, especially when Justin Herbert went number six. That is honestly... That's 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 tragic, man. Like Chris Greer, man. Can you imagine how good Miami would be if they had Justin Herbert instead of Tua? Oh, it'd be amazing. Be back to the uh, back to the uh, Marino days. Yeah, and the AFC East would become like the best division in football. It'd be crazy. For and sure. Instead, they have Tua who can't throw five yards. It's not great. And <laughs> can't stay on the field either. I- how are you getting hurt at not throwing the football? And it's not and like not running it either. <laughs> running, yeah, you, you're not Lamar who's who, who's running or or Jalen Hurts who's running all the time. You're not running the football. You're always hurt. But they're they're one of the hottest teams in the game right now. Six in a row, man. I was I, I heard a stat uh, from Colin Coward, who I guess heard it from somewhere else. They're the first team to lose six in a row and then win six in a row. That I is an insane that. stat. Yeah. That is a crazy stat. But I just want to go over who they've beaten in that six six win. <laughs> Do you know who they played? The the cellar dwellers of the NFL? They beat the Texans. They beat the Ravens, which is a good win. The Jets, the Panthers, the Giants, and the Jets. I, I, I have to call out the, the schedule makers. <laughs> exactly. But, like... Just as a, just as like a high level sort of thing, they wanted a a, a seventeen game season, eighteen week uh, schedule this year. But then you have like these division games that happen twice in like three weeks. I think it's so stupid. Yeah, they don't plan it out well. And I I I, I guess making a schedule for thirty two teams is probably pretty difficult to get everything to fit. But they don't do a great job of making it good for sure. No, and and I understand their challenges, but you wanted to have an extra game this year so do a good job or don't do it i I think it's because they have to have the last game of the year be a division game because that's what they do so fitting it in 
it's really hard. But you think, yeah, they have a better system because sometimes like guys, they have a Monday night game and then, or a Thursday night game and then a Monday night, like they, they don't plan it well. Yeah. They fly, they play in England and then they play the Monday, like no buy. The NFL needs to set the game up. I'll make a schedule for you. I'll charge you 60 bucks. No problem. I, I just watched Dallas play Washington like two weeks ago. Yeah, it's bad. <laughs> I don't want to see it again so soon. It wasn't good the first time. Like a Parsons, baby. My fantasy MVP. I love him. It's a great day. <laughs> Is he going to be the first rookie to, to win it? Lawrence Taylor did as well. I looked that up. Oh, back in the 80s. Yeah. And I'm not sure he's going to win it. I think it's between him, Darius, sorry, Darius Leonard, TJ Watt, and Miles Garrett. Those are the four I names think, in the running. I think Parsons got it, man. If he continues, I, I, I can't see how TJ Watt's going to win it when he's missed time. I think he's out. Unless TJ Watt has a spectacular, like, few games. He's missed time, man. I, if Parsons plays continues to play on this this pace, I think it's his to win. No, I don't disagree with you. I just think if 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 TJ Watt leads the league in sacks and has played less games, or he breaks the sack record, like he has seventeen and a half right now. If he gets to twenty or like nineteen, I think they might just give it to him. He's only played twelve games. Yeah, he has seventeen and a half sacks. That is kind of crazy. He's done that, and Pittsburgh is bad, and they're winning games because of the defense. That is true, and the twelve, and and, and I think he's played fewer than twelve games because he the game what two weeks ago, he played like uh, the first quarter of the first half. He didn't even play the full game. There's been like two games that he didn't play the full game. That's true. I mean, Parsons has fifty-seven tackles. T.J. Watt has thirty-nine. So I, I, I could make the argument that it should be Parsons. He's more. He's been more effective all around. But T.J. Watt should have won it last year, and they gave it to Aaron Donald. So I think they might give it to T.J. Watt this year as like kind of a makeup. Okay. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not mad at it. I just think. I mean, I guess you can make the argument both ways. Like you weren't in that many games, but you put up the numbers that would have been impressive if, even if you played a full season. And yeah. then also, you weren't on the field, so we're giving it to a guy who was on the field. I could see both both sides. I guess. I could make the strong argument, by the way, that it should be Darius Leonard over all these guys. He has 11 takeaways by himself, and the Colts defense is getting hot at the right time. I could make that argument. I'm not sure I will, but I think he needs to be more involved in the conversation. So he's been he's been incredible this year. Okay, that's fair. Distant third. <laughs> <laughs> he's the maniac. He will come to your house, Web. You be careful. You know, no, he's crazy. Know. I, I, and and he got paid. Yeah, he got paid and got better somehow. It's incredible. Yep. He right now, by the way, is my favorite player in the NFL. 100%. It's him. It's not because you have him on your fantasy team, is it? And he's on your favorite team in real life. No but I have him. I have him in fantasy because he's my favorite player. He's the most fun guy to watch. He's incredible. Like, the fact that he gets so many fumbles, he causes so many, it doesn't make sense why no one else does what he does. It's incredible how good he is at this. He's the best. So you're saying it's not Aaron Donald this year? No, Aaron Donald will not win Defensive Player of the Year this year. <laughs> and he was my preseason pick. I think you picked TJ Watt, didn't you? And I said Aaron Donald because he's just, I'm going to keep picking him until he doesn't win it. Maybe. Could have been. We should revisit our preseason picks. We should. Oh my. You know what's crazy? Aaron Donald has 11 sacks, and the next defensive tackle has eight and a half. He is so much better than everybody else in his position. It's insane. He's incredible, too. Wow. That's nuts. Yeah. Okay, everybody. Uh, please follow us on Twitter at Rookie Phenom. Subscribe on iTunes, Spotify. Amazon uh, Podcast sent us an interesting email, by the way, Web. 
which we should talk about off air. Very interesting things happening on Amazon podcasts. Good things or like a scathing email? Good things. Very good things. They are very impressed with our podcast. Okay, well, I'll, Be- I'll definitely Be- listen to it. Bezos himself said, hey, you want to ride this rocket? And I was like, yes, I do. True story. I think he stepped down, so that is interesting that he's sending that. The email did take place in Nigeria. <laughs> Maybe it was a scam. <laughs> He spelled Bezos wrong as well. Could be an issue. (laughs) Everybody, I hope you have a great Christmas, a great holiday, whatever you celebrate. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Have a great night. Yo.